0: And good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad to have you join with me today for a scorching hot cup of coffee because it is freaky cold outside. (laughs) Mm. This coffee is just one minute old and it is good and hot. Oh, can you believe yesterday? Oh my gosh, we got so much snow. And the wind was like, I think I had heard twenty-three mile an hour, not gusts, but just continuous. And that's pretty well the way it was. Um, we were hoping hoping just to hunker down during the day and had a whole bunch of things to, you know, work on or get done around the house and take her time with outside, being it was a holiday, but we had something come up and had to run into Effingham for a few hours, and that just kind of threw all that stuff out the window. And uh, boy, uh, went out in the uh, for uh, feeding time and check on the animals and stuff. Um, went out there at what about four o'clock? I'm guessing. Yeah, probably no four thirty. Between four and four thirty, it was still light till about five thirty. And oh my gosh, the wind! Uh, I had um, I had plenty of clothes on, <clears throat> had some new gloves on, winter gloves, and the uh, uh, the wind and this light, extremely powdery snow just whipped and blew all over, and I was wading through drifts three foot deep, uh, trying to maneuver around and check on animals and get evening feedings for the dogs done, and I tell you, it it was just a mess. <laughs> uh, chickens had gotten out a little bit, but they, for the most part, were all just in the, the hen house, in the, the chicken house there. The ducks, the uh, night before, they were outside. You know, I I had this as a podcast a long time ago, but ducks are are definitely party animals. That's all they are. Chickens, they'll go to bed to roost. No, the ducks, if they're able to, they are outside all the time. They really don't go into the hen house much at all. Um, they go there for the, the various feeds that we have available, and they'll eat that, and they'll uh, drink up all the chicken's water. But otherwise, they just walk around all night long, just quack, 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 quack. It doesn't matter what time you go out there. If, you, if they sense a sound, they just walk around, quack, 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 quack. And, uh, you know, what's funny is the three males that we have, they're soft-spoken. It's the two females that are the loudest quackers. And, of course, um, uh, they, uh, <laughs> they have a cute couple of cute names from a couple of, of, of listeners, <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you hear that, Nancy and Lynette? Anyway, <laughs> they were not wanting to get in. It wasn't last night, it was the night before. They weren't wanting to get in. And I had to pick up Lynette and put her in because they would walk two or three steps and they were so cold, they'd immediately sit down to keep their feet and legs warm. And and it was just, you guys got to get from the outside. You got to get into the hen house. So I picked up Lynette, put her in there, and she's just bellering and bellering. So, or not Lynette. Uh, yeah, Lynette. And so then I was able to go and maneuver the other ones, and they kind of followed her sound and went in there. And I think they stayed in because I never saw any duck footprints out in the snow uh, yesterday. But boy, it was just something. It was miserable out there. So, um, but everybody, you know, have the opportunity for shelter. Uh, a lot of them we have. We have large shelter areas. We have small shelter areas. And uh, but the with the wind whipping around. Um, it um, it was blowing snow in places where it shouldn't, uh, just because of the nature of the the, the way the weather was doing. Um, but I went into the farmhouse also, and uh, you know we're we're not there in there every day, but we keep it heated, and uh, the the there's not like a thermostat on the wall. It's this is an old old time. Um, stove that just sits in one room and then we have a ceiling fan and that distributes the heat <sighs> well um the uh the problem <laughs> was uh the other day it was running almost 60 degrees and we tried to keep it about 50 so i was turned it down just a shade because i know if you turn down too low all of a sudden doesn't want to kick on it got too low i went in there the place is frozen. It was 22 degrees. All the pipes are frozen. The water's frozen in the toilet. Luckily, our canned vegetables and fruits and stuff did not freeze and break. I'm very, very thankful for that. But I had to go down the cellar, get the water turned off for the house uh, because the last time this happened was the great big freeze about seven years ago. And I had five water line breaks. So, I'm anticipating I've got water line breaks and I do not want things getting flooded. So, got the heat turned up quite a bit to get the house thawed out. Oh, I'm just kicking myself, kicking myself. Um, and I don't know if you can put a modern thermostat on these things. I'd love to uh, so we can have better regulation, but I just don't know if you can. Because this one here is from the 1960s. And it's great. It's it's the kind. I don't know if, you're, if you had grandparents or great-grandparents that ever had these. But it's just this big, large metal stove. Propane. And you can sit on it. So if you're cold outside, you just sit on it. Next thing you know, your butt's so hot, you have to get off. I mean, it is. I love these. They're just wonderful, fun stoves. But. There has to be a better way of doing the heat. There just has to be. Um, but anyway, the um, uh, so I'm, I'm going to have to, once things thaw out, uh, I'm going to have to look for leaks and, and <sighs> redevelop those plumbing skills. So uh, anyway, like I was <laughs> uh, razzing my wife about, she's been wanting snow. It's like, honey, you got the snow. Uh, there was a thing I posted on my Facebook page about uh, whoever got Elsa all upset, they need to apologize because you know from Frozen she is mad as a hornet and freezing every flipping thing out there. Uh, it was it was a challenge getting home last night. Uh, we I'm not sure what time we were heading home probably two o'clock, two thirty something like that. Two o'clock I would guess. And for part of the way, we were able to follow a uh, snow plow, but he stopped at the county line. I didn't think they they would necessarily stop there, but the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I guess they do. IDOT is broken down for their snow removal county by county. and uh, But we, we were following him north on Route 32, and and we were doing 20 miles an hour. And uh, it was just it was just a crazy mess there was the plow and then there was a van and then there was us following them and it's just you couldn't hardly see i'm just moving my head like a, a bobblehead or something trying to find that one little patch that my windshield wipers was cleaning off because the windshield wipers were were freezing and, you know, you roll down the window and you uh, you try to grab the windshield wiper as it's coming up and, and flipping it so that it breaks off some of the ice. Yeah, that wasn't working really well, although it did hurt my fingers because I wasn't. <laughs> oh, it was goofy. It was sincerely goofiness. And then we hit the county lions like, oh, crap, he's not going to continue with the road. But the road was better in Shelby County. I have said this for years, and my parents taught me this, and it is true. And it's not about road service and whether the plows are going or not. It is the fact that when you're on Route 32 and you hit the, the county line between Effingham and Shelby Counties, there is a change in the weather patterns. There is something different because you can have Rain on one side and no rain on the other. I'm not saying like draw a line on the county line, but I'm saying within one to 200 yards, either side, this happens. And it was closer than that. The difference between the the roads were all covered solid with snow on the FEM County side. And seriously, within maybe 50 yards of getting into Shelby County, most of the road was clear. You just had blowing snow across, but it wasn't packed on solid like there was in Effingham County. And it was not because of snow plows. It's just that's what happens. It's a weirdest, freakiest thing um, that, that happens there. It's kind of like I'm thinking, you know, the way storm systems go when there are uh, bad storms tornado type storms that come out of st louis heading this way they follow i57 they do they just come right up because they don't have you know regular small road maps the storms do not they just follow the interstate and when they get to brownstown st elmo they seriously you watch this on the radar they angle at an ang- uh, go to an angle of north uh, a little bit from the interstate and they come straight towards Sturtson. And there's been a lot of tornadoes seen and photographed, uh, around the Sturtson area. Very, very rarely do they truly drop down and do a lot of damage. Uh, there was a, a tornado that hit Sturtson several years ago that did. And I've seen treetops, uh, torn up, uh, around, um uh, the farm. Uh, we also had evidence of a pretty significant microburst that happened down in the uh, river bottom. That's a freaky thing. Uh, dad was out there. Gosh, when was this? Uh, it was before 2010, I think. And the um, uh, he was out walking the fields, just checking corn. And it was tall corn. And he came to an area where it was completely smashed down in the middle. Big oval shape, kind of like a crop circle, except it wasn't in a circle. It was all one way. And uh, did some research because trying to figure it out. And I went out there, took some of the grandkids out there is the craziest thing. And what I learned from talking with a person who trains weather watchers was that it, it is this concept of a microburst where you have a real strong updraft of uh, you know your uh, your winds and it's pulling uh, the the wind and it's pulling rain and everything way up high till it hits the very top part of the thunder's head. and then it co- gets cold so fast that it just drops straight down and it's like a waterfall of high, fast moving air and rain. And it just comes down, and then when it hits the ground, it's just like a waterfall, and it it flares in a particular direction. And it was so powerful, it knocked down in this oval, um, an elongated kind of oval, every stalk of corn. But right next to it, on the outside edge, the corn was perfectly fine, didn't even have damaged leaves craziest thing weather can do that and yesterday driving back you know once we got across the county line it was it was easier driving on the uh the highway but we got on the country roads and yeah drifting drifting was you know if if i'm afraid if we had been an hour or two later we may not have gotten through because of the drifts going across the road now i have four-wheel drive had it in lock and we made it. I did almost get stuck just negotiating around the farmstead part. Uh, but, um, but oh, well, it's parked. <laughs> I've got to get out there in a few minutes and start dealing with the morning chores. But, yeah, the weather is the, com- is the conversation today on the uh, 16th. Today is the 16th, isn't it? Why is my computer not working? There it is. Yeah, it's the 16th of February. Uh, boy, Mother Nature has shown her colors. <laughs> well, I hope for most of you that you uh, um, don't have a whole lot of shoveling or you know work to do. Stay warm. Don't get outside unless you have to. I have to, but I bundle up pretty significantly. To uh, get out there and work with everything, I do have a uh, gasoline powered backpack uh, leaf blower that I am planning on using because the snow is light. And uh, I think the wind speed was only nine miles an hour, according to the weather bug. So I think, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to have too much drifting right now. But I need to get this snow blown off, and it's light enough I don't shouldn't have to shovel. Blowing should work. So with that said, I hope you guys have a fun day. And for those of you who don't have to go to work, uh, have an enjoyable time. For those of us who remote work or have to drive in, be careful on the roads. And uh, we'll see how my uh, uh, connections work with the BA. Uh, but I should be able to uh, see all my peeps today. So you guys have a great one. Take care, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.